How we doing, everybody? Hey, everybody. Back in the house here for episode seven, Ladies Who Rock. Yes. And we have to start it off with probably one of the queens of rock, Pat Benatar. That's right. You may or may not know this song, depending on how long you stuck with Pat. Um, This, to me, was like a revival for her. And it was in the early 90s, back in the 1900s. Uh, called All Fired Up. And as I was mentioning to uh, Dink before we started uh, recording, this may have been her last charting single. I think so. Um, I don't know that for a fact, but I just I remember hearing it. It's like probably one of her most rocking tunes, um, at least production-wise and stuff. And um, she was kind of like heavy into the rock look even more so at that time. In the early '90s, and I just I love the tune and everything about it. And go ahead, you're going to no, mention Neil. Well, I was going to say, great tune. She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I believe, last year. But she was inducted with her husband Neil Giraldo. And if you ever listen to the older Pat Benatar stuff, and even probably more recent stuff, he is a phenomenal guitar player. Like if if he hadn't met up with Pat Benatar back when he did in the late '70s. He probably would have been in a metal band and would have been a metal guitar god. So he's 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 great, and yeah. I think that's why her music stands up so great with rock fans because he rocks. Even you know, even as just a solo guy, whatever he could have done it. Oh yeah, you know, and that's even if he had a separate singer or something like that. Right. I don't know if I can't say I've ever seen him sing. Nah. Like he may have, he may he may sing harmonies. Like I think he does, but I don't know that I've ever heard him sing lead. But anyway, yeah. Neil's just he's he slams and I'm I'm glad that they came to a, a decision at some point to like kind of co you know always have their names together instead right. of just it being Pat that's right so and they're obviously married and been together for <laughs> a lot long of years long time so anyway this is episode seven glad to be back we Dink and I have not sat here together for almost two months it's just been a busy summer and we've been going to concerts and you know family issues not issues but family commitments (laughs) and things like that so but yeah we want to talk about we're we kind of want to hit a little timeline of you know uh original stuff you know middle range in in time frame our favorites even some of some of the newest stuff that dink knows a lot more than i do but we kind of just created a little timeline, a little list, and like just want to rattle them off and then touch on them as we go along. But, you know, you can't deny the original Queens of Rock, which are Hart, yep. Anne and Nancy Wilson. Um, you know, Pat comes along not too long after that. And around the same time, we got to touch on the Runaways, even though that, you know, they, they were probably considered a little more punky. Yeah, they were. Um, not punky Brewster, just punky. <laughs> um, but they rocked as well. Yes. And and from that sprouted, you know, a lot more rock in the Joan Jett uh, vein and in the Lita Ford vein, who we're going to touch on a lot in this episode. For sure. Um, who else we got here? Uh we we're, we're going to give honorable mention to Warlock because of Doro, one yep. of the one of the queens of rock, and and we can kind of slot her in with the metal stuff as well. And she's out still out there rocking, so we got still, horns up to her, still killing it. Yep. yep. And then we get you know this is kind of more so solid into like our our era and my era, but we get into Vixen, which I'm going to talk a little more heavily about. 
Um, some of our favorites who tie into Vixen, Femme Fatale, oh, yeah. Lorraine Lewis, lead singer of Femme Fatale, now the lead singer of Vixen. She's kind of doing multiple duties there. Um, Soraya, Soraya and Sandy Soraya, the lead singer, phenomenal. Two great albums. Um, we loved her. They, they didn't have a ton of popularity, a ton of fame, but they had a moment. Um, other me- uh, honorable mentions, Chrissy Steele. Yep. Harlow, yep. Uh, Lee Aaron, she's a Canadian uh, rock lady, and rock back, chick. Back doing it again. Yeah, she's back out pretty heavy touring. Right. Uh, one of her big songs will play Metal Queen. And uh, for us, that kind of, you know, that's kind of where the, the era ends because of the wonderful <laughs> grunge movement right. and such. But, you know, there, there was a revival um, within the 90s with like Evan F. Evanescence, Hailstorm, things like that. But then a lot of newer, like metal rock chicks and bands and things that uh, Dink's going to talk about more so than me, but I'll throw, oh, yeah. in, throw in my two cents as well. Oh, we're good. So getting back to some music, you know, we started off with Pat. We were like, again, arm wrestling over. Do we start with Pat? Do we start with Hart? But we wanted to start with Pat um, because we're going to talk about Hart a little later on. We're going to jump straight into like... Um, the era um, that, you know, is our favorite, the hard rock, yep. pop metal, glam metal kind of thing, and uh, start with... Uh, well, don't, don't play this Kiss Me Deadly song yet by I'm Rita not. Ford, because I'm going to kind of jump in, Dave, and Please do. cut me off if you need to. I will. So what happened in the late 70s, early 80s is when I really started liking my metal music and hard rock and stuff like that is the Runaways had disbanded, and you heard rumors of Joan Jett coming out and... How's Joan going to sound? Is she going to rock? Is she going to be more pop or what's it going to be? And then you heard Lita Ford coming out. Nobody knew what she was going to sound like. Is she going to rock? Is she going to be pop? Is she going to be... So that's what takes us to Lita Ford is I heard the first song on the first CD that she released. or I, Back then it was an album, obviously. But it caught me immediately and hit me hard because she came out metal instead of, you know, punky or rock she was metal. So her first few CDs, we all know the Lita Ford that became huge on MTV and, and radio, but her first few CDs are metal. And right. I love that. So, and then she progressed as a songwriter and a guitar player and Kiss Me Deadly, you know, that in uh, Close Your Eyes Forever with Ozzy really sent her into new, a different in, stratosphere. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> so that's where we're at now is kind of up to the the lead of four years when she kind of opened the doors for a lot of other female rockers. So we uh, owe a lot to Lita for what, what she did back in those days as a groundbreaker in metal. Yeah. And I mean, we are going to play kiss me deadly yep. um, just because it is her most popular tune. Um, but it did transition her into like the pop rock kind of thing. Cause it wasn't as heavy as the previous albums, like you mentioned. And it like with the video era on MTV, I mean, it sent her through the roof because of the video itself. And, you know, she's easy on the eyes, let's just say. <laughs> so a little bit of that, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll continue. Yep. I went to a party last Saturday night. I did a good day. I got in a fight. Uh-huh. It ain't no big thing. I do love this song. Late for my job and the traffic was bad. Had to borrow 10 bucks from my old man. Uh-huh. My favorite part is coming up right now. Cause I gotta spin my sticks. It's just a fun song. It is. 
I've talked several times to my band, who is a considered a modern country band, with a violinist slash fiddler of doing this song. You should. Because I think it would be a fun song to do. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Yep. The the um, violin would be playing these keyboard parts. Oh, yeah, it would sure. kick ass. I totally agree. But I continue to get, get shot down. Yeah. Life goes on. You'll have that. And we, we're, Dave and I will rub it in, and we already talked about this at length in a l- previous episode, but we saw Lita Ford this past summer at the M3 Rock Festival, and she is aging tremendously well (laughs) she still plays guitar great her band sounds great just a great live performance that i'm so happy to have been up front uh very close to see in columbia maryland so and one of our favorite drummers in lita's band bobby rock bobby rock is a beast friggin vinnie vincent invasion nelson i mean you could go on he's done a lot of projects and he's still yes (laughs) so yeah that's that's our thing with lita we saw her at m3 like like dink said Coincidentally, she played on the Saturday night at M3 and was um, in Pittsburgh the next night. Yep. Um, and we did talk about that a little bit. She was at Jurgles in Pittsburgh the next night and had some audio problems and <laughs> and bitched to the sound people and got it corrected on stage and continued to rock on through the night. But uh, a number of people we know went and it was a good show there as well. So, and she, I mean, they are road dogs. They are constantly touring. So if you get a chance, check them out. They 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 do a lot of package shows too with a lot of our other favorite bands. So if you get a chance, check Lita. She's still killing it, as well as all of some of our favorites for sure. So I'm going to start the next one with a tune. Yep. And then we will chat a little bit if right. you don't mind. The ominous fels fels face mel- melter chord. We used to call this. Gardner on lead vocals for most of Vixen's era. And Dink, I'm going to hit you with a little trivia here in a second. Go for it, go for it. So if you know Vixen and you know the air, you obviously know this song. This was their biggest hit. But they've, they had some great singles after that. We're, we're dying for new music. They, have, they supposedly have some new music coming out. I know. They've shot a video for it and everything so far. But I'm pretty sure you know the answer to this trivia, but I'm going to ask you anyway, Try and me. just in case people out there don't know. <laughs> right. But do we know, do you know who wrote this song? Yes, I do. I almost said John Bon Jovi, but it was not John Bon Jovi. <laughs> it was one of the best songwriters that has ever lived and walked this planet. So go ahead, you tell him. I, or do you want to test me? 
I uh, wanted. I want you to prove to me. I mean, I know you know who it is, but is let's it, go ahead and say it. Richard Marks. Richard Marks. Yep. One of the best songwriters, like you said, ever. No joke. But do you know anything about the tie-in, like how Richard Marks became associated with Vixen? Because I, I just can't well, picture that collaboration. You well, know here's I mean? the thing. I actually do know the answer okay, because I, I'm, I posted this on some of our socials, right. but we've never talked about it on here. Right. Uh, there's a. Um, video documentary on Paramount Plus called I Want to Rock and it's it's about you know this era our favorite stuff and it's kind of like the 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 popularity explosion of it actually the beginnings of it the explosion of it and then the decline of it and then kind of the re um occurrence of it right. these days but Janet Gardner is one of the people they constantly go back to and talk to and the label the record label they were signed to we're, we're looking for a collaboration or a song that they thought would convey well um, from a female band, um, but coming from a renowned songwriter. And I don't know if the, the part I don't know is if like Richard already kind of had this yeah, right. or he wrote it specifically for them. I, I lean towards thinking he kind of wrote it with them in mind. Right. Um, but it wasn't like there wasn't an initial relationship or anything okay. like that. It was just the label was looking yeah, for right. a song that would that came from a renowned songwriter they thought would do well and that would you know carry over to great to a female band and okay. that's where it came from. But he Richard consistently plays this song live because he does a little section in his show where he talks about um writing songs for other folks so there's there's times he does this full song live oh, that's great and it's, it's really cool because yeah. i mean you know it's a kind of a little bit of a different interpretation obviously coming from a male singer yep um but it's one of my it's still one of my favorite tunes and it like the the moment i heard way back then that he had written for him i'm like ah, it's perfect it's perfect for them um but you know they they went on to release several other albums, released many singles in the process, several videos. Um, and then, you know, they were, in, in general, said this in the in the documentary, they were dead in the water for yeah. quite a long time. Um, in fact, her commentary throughout this whole thing is some of my favorites because one of the things she said during that time, she's like, I understand that music does change and needs to change and blah, blah, blah. She goes, but they didn't have to throw us in the trash can because that's <laughs> right. what they did. And that is what they did. Right. Um, and you, if you haven't noticed for me talking about it in the past, it makes me a little bit angry. But anyway, um, and you can see I'm sporting my Vixen shirt. And um, we saw we saw Vixen this summer once again. and At kick, the M3 Festival. Kick butt live. And Dave, go on and tell your story about your Vixen uh, interaction this summer. Yeah, so a number of bands f that performed at M3, like we already mentioned, Lita, they through through their tour, they continued on through Pittsburgh. Several of them, like some shortly after, some a little further after. And um, I think I mentioned this in the last one, but like Firehouse was here shortly thereafter, and I think it was kind of a detriment to them. I think they should have spaced it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, but Vixen came there about, to, again, to Jurgles. They came there about two months, yeah, two months after almost to the day. And I think you were out of town. I was at the, I was at the beach. Yeah. You were out of town, and I really wanted to see them again. And so I, I just um, kind of decided to go that day. Went to see them. Um, they crushed. I mean, they were just 
they were just pumped. I, I, I think that's how they are for every show, honest to God. But um, pumped, did a great show. Turnout was a little bit, you know, I, I think it could have been better um, for sure. And I think they would have liked it to be. But people that are Vixen fans are pretty diehard. So the audience was really good. I was pretty close to the front. And even on our <clears throat> on our socials, I posted um, a couple clips. But one of them I posted everywhere. And Lorraine... Uh, actually saw me filming during that and she came up and sang to the camera on it and things like that um but some one thing i didn't know is at the end of their shows like this they come out at the end there's no paid meet and greet i mean i'm sure there actually is but they also came out at the end and hung out with everybody to sign stuff if you bought merchandise which i got the shirt there um and I, i i didn't really wasn't that interested in getting it signed but i was interested in say hello so I got to hang out with them. I'll post a picture on our socials of the group shot that uh, that we got of me in front of them and yeah, us. We're all, we're all showing the horns. It's a good one. And I had a nice conversation with Britt about potentially doing the podcast at a future point, and she was totally on board with doing it, which yep. I hope to goodness that was genuine, which I think it was. And we'll do, you know, maybe we'll do an artist spotlight on Vixen and For talk sure. to them about their whole uh, history and future, et cetera. Um, also uh, talked to Lorraine just for a couple seconds, actually, and spoke with um, Julia on my way out as well. Made a little funny comment that I'm going to keep to myself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but uh, again, they continue to tour. They have new material coming out. We love them. Um, the lineup, as much as I love the, and it's not the true original lineup. That's like way hardcore before we even knew they existed, the true original lineup. But you can't not mention... Jan, the original right. um, lead guitarist who she passed away of breast cancer in, I, I want to say, the early 2000s. Um, great guitarist. Yep. Um, was responsible for all their hits and the guitar work on, on that. Um, Roxy, who is a founding member, Roxy Petrucci, the drummer, phenomenal. Kills it live every time, is into it every time. Um, um, obviously, Janet Gardner that we already talked about. But their present lineup... Um, Britt, Julia, um, Roxy, and Lorraine are, they're on fire. They I are. mean, high energy every time. They just, they gel so well together. And uh, I just, I do love the lineup. And I mean, it, it, it compares to the, the most popular era of their lineup as well. I, I love watching them too live because the last few times I've seen them, it looks like they have tons of fun while they're playing. A lot of bands yes. get up there and they look kind of stiff, kind of yep. just going through the motions. They look like they're just having fun. They look like four ladies out, out on stage just having a fun time, rocking out for an hour or two, and the fans feed off of that. So I love seeing it. They're always interacting with, e- with each other as yep. well. All these tunes have long lead-ins. I do love the lead-in on this, though, because it rocks out. We were doing this live.
Yeah, I was pointing in the background because as you're listening to the song, you should be looking to our display in the back, which is the Femme Fatale album that came out. And uh, this is our tribute to them because I had tons of albums in my collection. I sold most of them, but for good reasons, I kept this one. <laughs> so it is a uh, visual display that I'll not part with it uh, anytime soon. So, um, But yeah, so Dave told me to lead in with this. So Femme Fatale... I can still remember back in our college days when MTV was playing this video and me and my freshman hallway buddies saw what Lorraine Lewis looked like, who is now the lead singer for Vixen, but it was mind boggling. I still, still, uh, you know, like I said, her, her beauty capture captivated me, but she could sing, she could rock around on stage. And the other good part of the band is her band was so solid back in those days. They the, were. the guitar player, I think his name is Tony Ray. We found out that he was the guitar player who laid down the tracks on guitar for the original Danger Danger album. Yep. So he's got a pedigree of good music that he's released over the years too. So Femme Fatale, it's one of those things that you either love them or hate them, but uh, a group of us loved them in our college years and still to this day are very thankful that Lorraine's carried on because her contribution to Vixen, Vixen wouldn't be who they are today if it wasn't for her coming into the band. So it's been a good, uh, you know, beneficial for both parties. Yeah, and she, like Dink said, I'll point back again, This that's yeah. their debut album. They She later released a second album that came out years later that was kind of shelved back yeah. previously because of the, the era, the music sound change and everything. But... Uh, yeah, she, um, 64 years old, presently, they just did, um, I don't know, is it Waken or Wacken in, Ger in Germany? I think, I think in it's German it's Wacken. Wacken, yes. But I think it's, I call it Wacken just because that's what it looks like. Yeah, so. and they, um, they perform there to a great crowd and she's being body surf, she's body surfing, being taught, like, carried around the audience and stuff and that it's one of their greatest life experiences they they crushed on it yep um but yeah this tune waiting for the big one and help me out it's i like the song more and i can't think of the title of it falling, falling in and, and out, out of love. love thank you yep that's the clip i posted um of them performing live yeah. when i saw them in july that's my favorite song too that might be my favorite video of the videos yeah, as well because right, there's agree. a lot to like about that video oh, so sure. we highly recommend you go and check that out <laughs> yep. in fact when she was the clip that i got when they were live she she jokingly says this is my favorite part and she goes to reenact part from the video and she she doesn't do it she kind of smiles and yep continues on but yeah she is presently the lead singer of vixen and um just a perfect um, takeover from when Janet was there. Yep. In fact, I think she kind of adds to the rock. Yeah. The thing a little bit more as well. Right. Um, so we'll be talking about um, Vixen in future episodes. Hopefully, like I said, an artist spotlight as well as Femme Fatale. Um, so we got to give some love to some of the other ones of, of the era that we just casually mentioned at the beginning right. that didn't make it as big, but uh, we, you know, we still totally love them. Yeah. And I want to, make sure that I get this one right this time. But we mentioned Sandy Soraya, oh, yeah. um, lead singer of the band Soraya. Yep. They had two albums that were just really, really good. Solid rock and roll. She's got this raspy rock voice that um, we always loved. And, you know, just touching on the ladies who rock thing for a minute, like 
Dink and I both talked about it. You know, we have friends and just know of other folks that just like, oh, like, you know, women can't rock, ladies can't rock, and you're so wrong. Yeah, right. You got to see them live. Right. You got to give a chance to the music if you never did. Um, but I, I just, you know, I totally disagree with that statement. So, yep. A little Soraya, this was the most popular single, but they actually did have a couple singles. Um, the, one of my favorites is Back to the Bullet. Yes. I'm off the first one as well, but check this out. Yep. Tell me this doesn't rock. It does So unfortunately for this band, and like many others at the time, they came out a little too late. They blended right into the grunge movement, and they were thrown to the curbside. So wish we would have heard more from them, or they would have started out a bit, a little bit earlier. But they were uh, favorites of ours. There was a couple other ones that we're going to mention. We're not going to play songs for. But if, if you've ever heard of Chrissy Steele, she I think she's Canadian. Um, and she went on to uh, record a couple albums. I, I, the one that really captures what we liked was she did a duet with Mark Slaughter from Slaughter. Right. And that was a really good song. You could see that if you go to YouTube. It was on MTV originally. Um, who, there was a band called Harlow. I, I suspecting her last name was Harlow. I don't know a lot about the band. However, it was Tommy Thayer, the guitar player who is now Ace Fraley and Kiss, or has been in Kiss for like 25 years now. He was in the band Black and Blue, who was incredible. When they broke up, he formed another band, and this was one of them. He, he was a guitar player on this album, which is really great. So I uh, suggest that all of you that are hearing maybe these names of these bands for the first time, go check them out. Harlow, Chrissy Steele, Femme Fatale, Soraya. You want to go check those bands out. Yeah. And uh, another honorable mention, Lee Aaron. She, yes, uh, yes. She was kind of earlier in the movement, which, I, I again, I, I didn't keep up with her. And she's she's Canadian as well. Yeah. Um, and she had a few albums, um, like, I want to say mid-'80s to, like, leading up to 1990. Um, but she had a lot of popularity, but I totally missed her for some reason. Well, I think, like a lot of bands from Canada, they were – I wouldn't say hugely popular in Canada, but they yeah, never crossed the border very right. well. They, they didn't never, get a lot of exposure in the U.S. They didn't tour the U.S. much, so they got the publicity up in Canada and didn't really make make waves here in the U.S. like they should have. Right. And since since I have it and we yeah. gave it a quick listen, let's give her a few seconds of some... Let's do it. Some listen. This is Metal Queen. Another long lead-in. Yes. What was the Chrissy Still Ballad while we're waiting for this with Mark Slaughter? I forget. Uh, you have it right there. You're allowed to look. 
Love don't last forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, I try to go from my brain. Yeah, it's a good tune. It is a good tune. Mark's vocals aren't very prominent in right. it, but it's enough that he, he contributes to it very well. Right. You can hear him. Yep. Man, I would have cut some of this off if I'd known it was this long. We'll just give we'll just give Canada a few seconds of love. She actually, her voice is similar to Sandy Soraya's to me. A little bit. She's a little more gruff. Yeah. But she can hit the notes. And like we said, she's making a bit of a comeback because she is now once again recording and touring, which is great. Right. You know? The more the merrier. That's exactly right. There's room for everybody in this game. So, yeah, that, like we said, that kind of, I think we, we touched on everybody we wanted to from leading up to, like, the end of the the, the scene. Yeah. Um, you know, we jumped to, like, 90s, late 90s. We, 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 come, we come into, like, evanescence of, of ladies who rock. Yep. Definitely Hailstorm. Uh, Lizzie's my girl. I just yeah. love her. She slams. She and the cool thing about Lizzie Hale is the fact that she honors a lot of the stuff that we like and promotes it. And you know, she's she's done uh, Nobody's Fool with Tom Kiefer. Um, I think she's done. She did uh, the the Journey do Journey, right with Chris Daughtry. Yeah. Yep. Separate ways, right? Yeah. She doesn't limit herself to any one genre. She just rocks. You know what I mean? And she'll play with whoever wants to play with her and. She is not limited and has no boundaries. Right. So, like, you know, there was probably a, a little bit of a gap on some stuff, but there's a lot, a lot of new rock and metal. Yes. Um, with female-led groups, all female groups, um, and th- they're crushing it. I mean, they're doing a really good job. And I'm going to hand it over to Dink on this one because he's he's seen a lot of these <laughs> ladies live, and I have not. Because I caught on to the European metal scene, and there's been a lot of bands that are hugely popular overseas that really have had a hard time. And it's hard financially to travel from the European countries over to the U.S., but there's a band, there's several bands we have to mention. Nightwish, you should just check out their performance at Wacken from a couple years ago. I know it's Wacken or whatever. Go on YouTube, find out their performance. You'll be blown away. It's 150,000 people, and Nightwish dominated that day, and they've done it every year since then. There's another band that was actually a band I saw live. I had never heard their music, but they were the opening act for Nightwish. I went in not expecting much and was blown away. They're called Delane, D-E-L-A-I-N. They're from the Netherlands. But I could, uh, you know, if, if you watch our podcast, in the comment section, I will give you a sample or a, a listing of their top 20 songs. And I guarantee I could convince many of you that they're going to be one of your favorite bands if you just know the catalog a little bit. So they're still out there performing. I went this summer and saw a band called Within Temptation. They're, I, I forget where they're from, Norway, Denmark, Finland, Sweden. They're all those... Uh, Finlandic countries. Yeah, Finlandic countries. But a metal band with a, a attractive female lead singer with great vocals, great live. There's another band that is playing with the band Dragon Force. They're playing at the um, Agora Theater in Cleveland in November. Then I'm going to probably drive up the highway and see... Amaranth, I may be pronouncing that wrong. I think you got it. The lead singer is Elise Rid or R Y D. 
she's very attractive but has a great voice they're actually one of those euro bands that has three vocalists because they have a a smooth singing female they have a smooth singing male and then they have a growler so their music is really complex Eclectic. yes but it, it's kind of <laughs> kind of different because sometimes you hear the growl sometimes right. you hear the the vocals Dave and I were lucky enough to see a band called Battle Beast. I've seen them a couple times, but Dave will vouch for how great the lead singer Nora is. Phenomenal. And she she's a stage presence in herself too because she wears costumes. She's she's the vocals are just amazing. So. She comes on stage every time dressed up as a Viking in some yeah, way, but it's I like know. you know, she always has the horns on her head and it's all uh, very bright usually. Super all over the place, high energy. But yeah, uh, we went and um, who was, who's your favorite? Uh, Camelot. Yeah, Camelot. We went and saw Camelot. Right. He wanted me to see them for the first time. And Battle Beast were the openers. And they she blew me away. And I've been listening to them ever since. Yep. And uh, I follow them a good bit on social media. And they're they're pretty active on social media. And they've been touring recently and uh, including a lot of live clips from the shows. And she, to me, is just as good live as she is on the studio albums, yep. and that says a lot because she's hitting some notes. Yeah, and the other band that I want to mention, too, before we head out is there was a band at the M3 Rock Festival two years ago that I had never heard of, knew nothing about, and I can honestly say they were probably the first or second or top three of the best bands of the entire weekend called Burning Witches. Burning Witches. I'm not sure where they're from. They're Scandinavian, European, but they come and tour the United States, and they sell out decent sized theaters. Um, their one guitar player, Courtney Cox, not no, the one from Friends. Right, thank you. But this is the Courtney Cox that plays for the Iron Maidens as well, plays with Burning Witches. So she's a shredder. She's amazing. So got to go see them live if they come into your town. Yeah, and I totally forgot she plays with the Iron Maidens. Yep. I'm, I'm an idiot for that. No, that's right. So like, you know, mentioning those, we got to mention the absolute newest yes. and youngest of the, uh, the the folks are carrying the torch for us, which we're very happy about. Yep. And bands like Plush. Right. Um, all young girls who are just killing it. Oh, and I mean, are. and they're they literally are carrying the torch and, and just embody some of the, um, you know, some of the classic rock and the melodic rock that we love. And they do it proudly. That's what they I do. love about it. They do. And and. Um, Man, I'm totally forgetting the lead singer of Plush. Um, but she- it's Mariah M- Moira Formica. And now I'm yes. sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. It's no, it's Mariah Formica. Is it Mariah or Mariah? Yeah. I'm not sure. It's M O R I A H. Right. Mariah Formica. Yeah, yeah. but she's sung with um, Michael Sweet. Yep. I, Tony Harnell, am I right on? She might have, or maybe you just. I wish that that happened, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and a few others. But yeah. we got Plush. We got uh, Liliac. And who's the one in the middle there? So there's a band called Paralandra that you should check out. They're kind of similar to Hailstorm, but a voice that you will remember and just a rock sound that's only going to move this type of music forward in a positive way. So Yeah, so check all those out. Yep. Um, so check right. it out. This ends episode seven, our favorite ladies who rock. Yes. We hope you enjoyed it. If there's any that we missed or you want to introduce us to, as Dink said, please feel free. Include it in the comments. Message us however you want to get to us. We're on all the socials. We're trying to uh, uh, make more of a presence on TikTok as well. So check us out there. You can just search out the podcast name and you'll find us. So I'm going to shut up. (laughs) We're going to end right here on Heart. Take care, everybody. Peace. Love. See ya.
Cool.